The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, La Mera Mera, your AEW World Women's Champion, Thunder Rose, and I have two amazing guests. First, we talk to the legendary, the Hall of Famer, the iconic manager of champions, J.J. Dillon. Also, we talk to all ego all the time, Ethan Page, before his big matchup with Danhausen on Rampage right now on the Busted Open Podcast. This next guest is definitely a legend, not only in the ring, but on a microphone as a wrestler, but also as one of the greatest managers of all time, great personalities in the history of pro wrestling and New Jersey native. It makes my heart warm because these are the people that we grew up with and that we admire. And I can honestly say, Thunder, it's people like this that made me want to do what I do here each and every day on Busted Open. But let's bring in... Our next guest, the legendary, the iconic Hall of Famer, J.J. Dillon. Sir, how are you this morning? Wow, with an introduction like that, the pressure's on. <laughs> I, I, I got to rise to the occasion. No, I'm, I'm uh, any uh, chance that I have to, to, uh, to talk to wrestling because you, the wrestling fans are so hungry for for anything that that's uh, regarding the industry and, and the people that are in it or have a history in it. And, you know, it's amazing what they want to, they just, they just, they have questions. And I, I, I never had an agent and I never solicited appearances, but every now and then, uh, you know, I'll, somebody will get a hold of me cause I'm not hard to find and they'll bring me into, uh, to, uh, an independent show or something. And, and I enjoy that because now you're one-on-one with the fans that that are the, the heart and soul of our business because they're the people that buy the tickets. And any time that I could be in front of them and, and you know, they, they're thanking me at the same time I'm thanking them for just, you know, remembering me and for being, you know, loyal to, to the, the wrestling profession because wrestling will never die. But, you know, it's going to enjoy – uh, periods of prosperity and it's going to enjoy times where things are rough but uh if you if you it's a it's a product driven by talent and if you have good talent and you have something that the people want to see uh 
there's no limits as to what you can accomplish in this profession. Mr. JJ, uh, what a pleasure to have you here uh, t today. Um, I'm a you know I'm a student of the of the game. I just started watching wrestling like 12 years ago. I didn't really know nothing about you know the old school wrestling, and uh, as I was doing my research, I know that you uh you travel all over the world and and you you know gain a lot of knowledge. How was traveling and learning from all different places made you who you were back then? Well, what what I discovered and and it reinforced what I what I already knew was that that professional wrestling is is truly global. You know, I mean, football has uh, has grown, but I think wrestling is head and shoulders above everywhere else because no matter where you go in the world, you can find professional wrestling. And I um, I spent a year living and wrestling full time in Australia with side trips to New Zealand. Uh, I made like 20 trips to, uh, to Japan from anywhere from a week to six weeks, mainly for uh, all Japan with Giant Baba was uh, alive and promoting. So uh, I've had a chance to, to go out and travel the world. And, and, and the one thing is that uh, no matter where you go, you know, language barriers, everything else, the wrestling fans are the same all over the world. They, they, They love, it and they're demanding, too. In other words, you you better be prepared to yes. give your best effort and give them something that they want to see, or the, there, is, there is no loyalty to to names or facts. You know, people talk about factions and the horsemen, and the horsemen were formed, uh, best of my recollection, was around the late 80s, around 88. So you're talking about 30-some years that uh, – You know, that, that I'll go out and do an appearance and, and I can't count the number of times that a father will come up and have a son that's, you know, 14, 15 years old and the, the son is uh, looking at me and doesn't really know who I am because I'm from a different era and the father will say, well, when I was your age, I hated this man. And, and I've, I've, had <laughs> kids, I've had kids look at him at, at At their, at their uh, fathers in shock that they never heard him talk like that. And they say, well, you know, my response is always that uh, I worked hard at what I did, and I guess I must have done okay to, to bring out that kind of emotion from you. But now all these years later, we're friends, right? You know, and then they smile. And, and uh, But it's good to get out because it's the people that will always perpetuate wrestling. It's the fans that bought the tickets. And they're – They're the ones that you either deliver the product and give them something they want to see or they don't buy the tickets. So uh, the pressure is on you to give your best effort. And uh, I've been fortunate my whole life to uh, – I, I love what I was doing from the time I, I was originally from New Jersey, uh, born and raised there, and, and there's virtually no one in the wrestling profession that I either haven't worked with or known. And – Uh, like they say, uh, I spent a year in Australia. I went to, to the tournaments in Germany. I last count, I think I wrestled. Actually, wrestled in 44 of the, of the states. Uh, I made like 20 trips to Japan, uh, mainly for Giant Baba. So I got a chance to see that culture, which is Japan is still my favorite place in the world to travel. But it just, Mine too. just it just tells you, you know, that that 
you know, I know that football has grown in, in popularity, but there's nothing that will ever touch professional wrestling in terms of global popularity. I, I agree with that. And, and, and it's funny you brought that up because I used to work with the NFL. As a matter of fact, I had you on uh, as a guest for Shannon Sharp years ago because um, he was such an admirer of you and, and pro wrestling. But I don't think anybody in any sport admires the history of the game like wrestling fans do to pro wrestling to the point, JJ, that you're as big as ever because like you were just saying, fathers tell their sons, sons, you know, grandfathers tell their grandkids about the history of pro wrestling. So even now in 2022, people want to talk about what happened 35, 40 years ago. Yeah, that's so true. And it's amazing with, uh, uh, you know, that if, if, if you're interested in old time wrestling, you could do a search and there's unbelievable libraries of things out there that are available for people to air. And, and it's, uh, there's, I always say there's nothing new in wrestling. It's, it's everything has been done before at some place at some time. It's just the names and the faces change. And if uh, the, the public will buy tickets if you give them quality for their their dollars spent. They have a choice of either going to a movie and seeing a good movie or going to a live concert. And I, I enjoy going to concerts and movies. But to me, uh, there is nothing, nothing like a professional wrestling environment. And when I get out to some of these uh, independent promotions and, and get out and and it's like going back in time to being a teenager in New Jersey and going to my first event and the excitement that I that I felt back then, and it uh, it never gets old. Um, one question that I have to ask before we let you go, and I appreciate the time this morning. Thank you. As we were talking, greatest factions of all time. You mentioned the Four Horsemen. Most people will mention the Four Horsemen as the greatest faction of all time. What was your favorite incarnation of the Four Horsemen? Was it was it Ole Anderson? Was it Luger? Was it Sting? What was your favorite four Four Horsemen? Well, the main thing is, like you said, the the toughest test of anything, whether I don't care if it's sports or concerts, or uh, is the test of time. And I go back to 1988. Uh, when I went to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and I met Jim Crockett Sr., who was uh, had an impact on my life, gave me a chance to go out. And, and back in those days, it was before, uh, you know, before the Internet and, and cable television. And so professional wrestling was different things to different people. There were probably 25 promotions around the country. And... You know, if you went to to Michigan where the Sheik uh, promoted up there, I mean, it was wild and woolly, and it was crazy. And if you went to uh, Florida with uh, Eddie Graham that always uh, – and had Hiro Matsuda and people with legitimate uh, backgrounds and and the Briscoes, that 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 was professional wrestling too. And and yet you're looking at two totally different products, but – you know, the bell rings, and it's what you do from that time that, that you have the attention of the people that determines if you give them something that they feel was uh, worthy of them buying a ticket. And if you if you work hard, they, they can tell if you're somebody who 
has that passion, has that love, and goes out there and given everything that you got. And if they see that in you, they'll come back and support you. And that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, that I've been around all these years is because even now, if I, if I go out and I don't perform in the ring any longer, but I, you know, I meet, uh, like to say, fathers that bring their sons and the father will look at me and, and with the sons, you know, maybe 13, 14 years old, and the father looks at me, and and with that stern look in his face, he'll look at me, and he, he you know, tells his son, he say, "Well, I was your age. I hated this man right there." And I, I, the shocking look on the son's face, never hearing his father talk like that. And I say, "Well, you know, I must have done something right to to elicit that kind of emotion in you." And uh, all these years later, you know. You're still here. I'm still here, and but now we're friends, and, and everybody smiles, and it's just uh, the wrestling business has given me everything that I've had. I I have two Hall of Fame rings. Uh, proud of, of what I accomplished and and the recognition that I've received, and uh, it's given me a chance, like I say, to to be able to go to Australia and, and live there among the people and wrestle full time. And to go to Japan for 20 different times, where I was there for anywhere from a week to as long as six weeks in a totally different culture, where uh, a lot of my success had to do with as long as I could have a microphone and be able to do an interview, because I was never the kind of guy that walked in the room and somebody would turn heads and say, Oh, wow, who is that? Mr. Dillon, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, good luck. I hope you continue successfully with your show. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. We got to bring in somebody, Thunder. That's one of my favorite pro wrestlers right Excuse now me? in the world. Excuse me. You said one of your favorite pro wrestlers. I thought he was yes. me. I thought he was me. I right, said whatever. one of. Listen, Thunder, take the wax out of your ears. I said one of my favorite pro wrestlers because nobody, mm-hmm. nobody in my heart, nobody's better than Thunder Rosa. But this man is definitely killing it in AEW. He has a huge match tonight. On Rampage, again, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And that is our guest right now, Mr. 
Ethan Page. Sir, how are you this morning? I'm great. I'm even better that I'm someone's favorite wrestler. One of your favorite wrestlers. But <laughs> still made my day better. Well, I appreciate that. And I've I've and Thunder, you'll never believe this, but I publicly humiliated myself in front of Ethan Page in Minnesota a few months back when he challenged me to do a push up contest, which I was able to do, by the way. But but neither here nor there. Ethan uh, appreciate it as always. And like I said, big match on Rampage tonight. And there's a lot to talk about with you, not only the match tonight, but also the firm. So it seems like you have a lot going on these days in AEW. Oh, yeah, lots. And uh, I haven't been on screen uh, for about a month uh, between Dynamite and the pay-per-view that just passed. So I've been sitting at home prepping for this. I don't know if you can tell or not. <laughs> Pretty much ready for anything no pizza? that comes my you, way. No pizza, no, no cheat days. So you're like, we're actually focused. Oh yeah, <laughs> big time focus, big time focus. This is the most dangerous Ethan Page uh, AEW is going to have to deal with. Good, good. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was. I was wondering. I was like, where is Ethan? Like, I, I think a couple weeks ago. I think before I got hurt. Because, you know, I I, uh, I I mean, I've talked to you. We've done a couple of the toy vlogs. Which, if you guys haven't followed Ethan. Uh, his toy blog is really popular. His Twitch is really popular. And then he also does other stuff that you do. Um, you What is it called? I, I, you were with Nyla in it. And my friend was showing me. Oh, whatnot. You, yeah, whatnot. So he has whatnot, yeah. you know. So this guy is like, he does it all. But yes. one thing that he does the best is wrestling and talking on the mic and talking shit. So uh, <laughs> well, tell us more about what's going on today. What's going to happen today? Uh, what are our expectations now that you are in a new faction, right? Tell us more about yeah. that. Uh, so it's a it's a, a faction on retainer, actually. So anytime MJF needs us, we get paid enough to listen. Uh, but when he doesn't, we're we have our own goals and my goal is the all Atlantic title. So that's what I'm working towards. And I know I need to climb up this ranking system. So I got to win some matches and tonight will be the first one. Uh, it's me and Dan Housen, which I mean, it sucks because he's one of my buddies, but uh, work is work. So I'm going to have to do some work. Has he put hey. a curse on you or on your family? <laughs> I don't believe in that stuff. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll I mean, see. talk. Talk about Dan Housen for a second, because I don't think we've ever seen anybody like Dan Housen in pro wrestling. I mean, I mean, do we get calls here on Busted Open where they don't know what to make of Dan Housen? I'm not sure what to make of Dan Housen. So I can't even imagine stepping in the ring and actually having a match with this man. Well, I think that's the point of Dan Housen. And uh, you could tell he's gotten to a lot of high level professional wrestlers uh through mind games and um, whatever he's doing works uh for me though this is someone that i know very 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 well even though it's hard to read the guy um if anybody knows dan Housen, it would be me so we'll see if that plays in my favor in the ring uh it does in real life but we'll see uh yeah we'll see when we step in in between the ropes what happens but when it comes to the curse and how unique and weird he is i don't know I'm a pretty weird dude too, so we'll see. Yes, he is. He is. So even I, I, I have. A, I want to, you know, go back a little bit with you and the man of the year, right? Uh, sure. How was you tagging with Sky, and uh, do you miss him? You know, because I know there was a bromance going on in there. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep some of it private, so I'll say for the most part, I enjoyed myself. 
Um, but I have different goals now. So we'll see uh, how mm. that lands with him. Yeah. Interesting. I guess. Interesting. <laughs> Thunder yeah. mentioned your, your toy vlog. So tell yeah. us a little bit about the toy vlog that you have. Oh, it's a completely separated business from professional wrestling. Uh, it's my interest. I'm obsessed with like pop culture, comic books. And honestly, it's all the nostalgia that I'm chasing. And I just try and give that to the fans. So every Sunday at one o'clock on my YouTube channel, I go to a local shop. I try and shed some light on these mom and pop style, either comic book shops or toy stores, collector shops. And I'll bring a guest or a friend uh, if they have the free time and they grace me with their presence like Thunder has many times uh, and ask them about their childhood, what they collected growing up and kind of get to know the person outside of what they do uh, for a living. And uh, also to comment on the toy hunt thing, I want everybody to understand the fact that just because I collect miniature plastic that is molded <laughs> in something that I enjoyed as a child does not mean that I'm not 230 pounds of strong ass man and can punch anybody's teeth down their throat on a weekly basis on pro wrestling television. I just have interests that aren't just wrestling. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that is very good for you to mention because I know there's some jerk out there keyboard, That's you know, nice. warrior saying that you're yeah. such a child and you should not be wrestling, you know, but yeah. let's be honest, this man, from where I met him, that he almost killed me in Austin, in Austin, Texas, when he had a three-way. We've wrestled. Um, We've wrestled. This man has done a lot to better himself, you know, mentally, physically, as a father. And he's an entrepreneur because he does this toy blog. And, and you know, he he's he's doing all our stuff. And, and people love what you're doing outside of wrestling. I personally love what you're doing outside of wrestling. And, like, when I did your toy blog, I learned so much about toys. I learned so much about comic books. I didn't know, like like the ins and outs of like this store. So it's it's really cool if you guys get to see it, to see another yeah. side. And that's a cool part about you, Ethan, is that you show your fans another side of Ethan Page that is not what it is on TV all the time. And, you know, as a heel, sometimes it's very hard to like, you know, separate that, right? And 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 for people to like, you know, understand that there is two sides of, of Ethan Page on AEW and then Ethan Page on your personal page. Uh, or on right. YouTube page, right? So um, appreciate what this man is doing, guys. Yeah, Jesus. and and you also have to understand, guys, uh, there's no way I can cheat to win in a toy hunt vlog. So no, I'm just, I'm hunting for toys and I'm making videos. Uh, when it comes to wrestling, I want to win. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. It's a different business. It's a different goal. And I have different strategies in different businesses. And I also want uh, people to understand something about Ethan Page. Uh, yes, I understand. I am a professional wrestler and I am one of the best professional wrestlers in the entire world. Yes. But that is not all I do. Literally, if I decided to become a DJ, I'd probably be the best DJ in the world. <laughs> if I wanted to be an animator, I would be the best animator in the world. No matter what I do, people will tune in because it's me. Not because it's wrestling, not because it's toy hunting, because Ethan Page is on the screen. That's it. If I want to do something else, I'm going to do something else. Get over it. Breach, brother. Breach. Charismatic <laughs> personality. I, I have a couple of suggestions. Maybe you have been there. So if you have, please tell me about your experiences. But there's two places that are near my home. I live out in Vernon, New Jersey. There's a store called The Wrestling Collector on Route 23 okay. in Stockholm, New Jersey, that has the old-school wrestling magazines, the old-school figures. Um, it's a, it's an amazing place. It's called The Wrestling Collector on Route 23 in Stockholm, New Jersey. 
And then there's also a okay. place called Pandora's Box in Lafayette, New Jersey, that does all retro toys. It's actually where I've gotten because I actually collect old Miko Planet of the Ape action figures. So, Whoa, um, cool. so because I grew up, I'm an old man, Ethan, and I actually grew up in in the old oh, man, brother. So. Use the blue pill. Old man, brother, my back is. I can feel it in my. It's gonna be a cold day, Ethan. I can feel it in my bones. So he <laughs> lives with a bear. I love that you have an old man and Thunder said he needs the blue pill. <laughs> I did, well, listen, whatever works, man. You know what? When you got a younger oh, life, man. brighter and life. Sticks, brother. You know? There's always uh, a three match so, in that household. So I haven't been to the first store uh, that you named, but. The Wrestling Collector, awesome store. Box. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been there yet. And I, I'll say, yeah, because I'm literally trying to get every shop in America. But. Uh, me and Scorpio Sky, ironically, uh, you brought up the men of the year. Um, we did meet up at a convention uh, during the summer and had a nice chat, kind of. But uh, we ended up filming most of it at a toy store called Pandora's Box. So it's the one you're chatting about. So if anyone wants to see what this store is, it actually comes out this Sunday at one o'clock on my YouTube channel. Ooh. Me and Scorpio Sky go toy hunting, and it's one of my favorites I've ever done. They also showed us the, the basement part too, like they have like a warehouse, which is cool. Nice. All right, all right. So those, but definitely, uh, like you said, Pandora's Box. That's going to be available on your vlog. And then the wrestling collector in Stockholm, New Jersey. And is there, I, I, I told you, I, you know, and I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the show. So uh, I do collect uh, the Planet of the Ape action figures I have since I was a young child. Is there one specific toy or toy franchise that you love more than any other? Uh, for me, it's the Mortal Kombat, like G.I. Joe style Hasbro figures from when I was a kid. Okay. Like I had the big, I had the boat from the movie, Goro. He had his forearm. It was epic. Uh, so those I've been trying to hunt, and I've successfully gotten most. And uh, Batman, the animated series, the cartoon when I was a little kid, all their toys just give me the most nostalgia. The art on the box, the figures inside, how basic they are. Uh, I had a lot of the villains in Batman. So, yeah, that's a big one for me. I saw, I saw it live. He was talking about Batman forever. No pun intended, but it was like, I was yeah. like, Wow, I don't know what's going That's on awesome. here. And then there was just like a, a, a two hour conversation. And I'm like on the, I think we were, it was a, on the, in a, it, it, remember when we went down that story in, a, it was in Philly? Yeah. And you guys went, you yep, guys yep, went yep. somewhere and you guys were missing for an hour. I'm like, what's going on? And I guess you guys were discussing about comic books and like Batman and stuff. Yep. And I'm like, this guy is serious about his toy hunts. And, and that's like the really cool part, guys, again, about Ethan Page is his love for nostalgia and for his childhood toys, you know, and, and, and he's making good money on YouTube doing this stuff because people enjoy that. They have the same interest that you do. And and if you haven't subscribed, where can they subscribe for your YouTube page? Uh, YouTube.com slash Ethan Page blog. How many followers do you have now? 85,000. And I promised my fans that I would go eat Arby's with Abaddon, which she scares the living crap out of me uh, when I hit 100,000 subscribers. And uh, I assume Abaddon has committed. I don't know. I can't really understand anything she that says? she says, but she she nodded her head. So she's she's okay. in for some curly fries, guys. We just got to get to 100,000 subscribers. So go subscribe. Uh, yeah. Right, and of course, check out the toy vlog. My wife collects toys, but she never lets me look at them. I don't understand why, but that's probably another discussion. <laughs> I know what kind of toys you're collecting, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes, brother. Hustler, brother. 
<laughs> oh, oh. Welcome to Busted Open on Friday, <laughs> Ethan Page. Yeah, um, here we are. Uh, but but Ethan, I think that's what you're, and I love what Thunder just said about you know your obsession with toys or your hobby with toys in the vlog, is that it's a connection for you in your childhood, and you know you mentioned Batman the animated series and how much that meant for you as a kid. I think it, I think that's tapping into why people love pro wrestling the way that they do. I think most wrestling fans they do fall in love with it when they're kids, and we just had J.J. Dillon on. And man, wrestling fans more than any other sport, they really do harken back to the history of the sport from 35, 40 years ago. Because I think that's a big reason why so many people watch pro wrestling is because it does relate to them in their childhood. Yeah, of course. And like everything you see or kind of intake as a as a kid, you're 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 enjoying it through these very um, adolescent rose tinted glasses. So you have this memory with you and how it affected you for literally the rest of your life. And you're probably never, ever going to remove the feeling that these things give you. So in my mind, I know, like knowing this, I realize that every fan I make that's younger is going to now grow up either following my career or supporting projects that I'm doing through my life. So I'm trying to create fans for the rest of my career, not just for right now, literally to support everything I can, because I understand the power of nostalgia. And I, at 32 years old, 33 next week, September 20th, wish me happy birthday, everybody. But happy birthday. uh, I understand. Your PO box, please. That Amazon wish list, brother. (laughs) I, I understand at 33 that if, Right now, I saw a poster that had Jean-Claude Van Damme doing an autograph signing. I'm going to go because he affected me when I was like a kid. He, he's lasted. He's had an impression with me forever. Same thing with the dude who played the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. Like These are all people that still to this day, if I got to meet them, I would be excited. So I'm trying to create that for my fans for the rest of their life. And yeah, that's it. Ethan, um, going back to your childhood, uh, I remember you sent me some pictures of you... Uh, being like 14, 15 years old with your first gear. <laughs> I want to go back to that. If you haven't, you guys have to go and watch a taco vlog I have with Ethan Page. One of the best interviewers I had, honestly. He was very open and talked about, you know, his struggles and stuff. Um, talking about gear. Uh, if you can cosplay yeah. someone, who will you cosplay? And how will you design your gear? Oh, man. I mean, there's like two, and I'd probably mix them. I might be showing my hand. I, I, I hope one day I can and pull this off, but there's a villain in the Spider-Man comics called Craven the Hunter. And uh, I've like adapted that to my toy hunting, Ethan the Hunter. So I would love like a big lion fur vest, but also I'm from Macedonia. Like I have roots in Macedonia where Alexander the Great is from. So I would also like to do gear uh, with him as well. So I could, probably bl- I could probably blend the two, but we'll see. Well, let's make a call for those busted open and the busted open nation. If you are a designer and you just hear Ethan Page, let's drop some stuff on Twitter. I think that would be there really you cool, you know. There you go. Make me look beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you already are, Ethan. So oh, thank you. We're gonna like, you know, make you look <laughs> yeah. a little bit more good looking. I said. All right, I'll take it. Tell your tell uh, your wife I say hi, by the way, so she doesn't I get will. mad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ethan, the holy grail for you as a toy hunter, as uh, an avid fan, as somebody who has a vlog, what's the holy grail for you? 
it was uh, the Combat Belt Batman, which is just the basic Batman animated series figure still in the package. And uh, Hornswoggle Dylan Postel got it for me a couple of years ago for Christmas. Aww. And he, he ruined the hunt, actually. So he's a piece of crap. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, that, that was it. And then from there, honestly, it's changed because I'm finding things so often now that I'm forcing myself to do these every single week. So I'm surrounded by everything i love on a weekly basis it's actually harder to not buy stuff than it is to find the stuff that's that's well, all right so what's the one piece of memorabilia or the one toy that you're the most proud of um probably the first real thing that started my collection which was a statue that my wife got me of venom and it's like the centerpiece of my my room uh, and it was like, uh, to me, it was her way of being like, yeah, go ahead, go buy all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, how is your wife now that you have a room full of stuff and like seeing the bills? Is she happy about she it? Loves She's it. like, of course. Jealous? It's an, it's yeah, of course. She, it, it's like a career now. Like I have a, a separate career outside of wrestling and I've built my own market outside of wrestling that can thrive on its own. So she's happy with it. Plus, you, it makes me happy. Will so, you open yeah. a toy store? Uh, that's my ultimate goal is to uh, everything to be branded under the toy hunt umbrella. My comic book that's coming out. This is the first time I've ever said this is going to wow. be called toy hunt. Yep. So the, the comic book's called toy hunt. My blog is called toy hunt. And I would love a store called toy hunt that is playing my vlogs all the time and I'll make appearances at, but yeah, it, it would be fun. That's, that's so the cool. ultimate goal. That is awesome. All right. I have, and we're asking, we're finding out a lot about Ethan. This is one of my favorite <laughs> interviews because we're really finding out a lot about this man. You mentioned about like signings and meet and greets. So yeah. what's the one, what's the one celebrity for you that you haven't been able to meet that you would love to meet someday? Uh, honestly, I would love to meet Keanu Reeves. Oh, that me too. I love Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah, he's like, well, he's Canadian. So there's that. Uh, he okay. just seems like the most down to earth celebrity ever. Um, he seems passionate about the projects he works on. He does not seem to like love the vanity of it. So I would love to have a conversation with someone like that and kind of ask them like how they maneuvered through people judging literally everything he's ever done very harshly as well. Uh, and like keeping his cool and composure and being a class act. Yes, that's a great one. That's a great one. We we need to have like ringside collectibles or one of the other action figure companies make like a limited edition Ethan Page figure with a little That's figure like a collect- with him and his little hand. <laughs> but like no, but just it, it seems perfect. Like the, like a collectible, like a collector's item of Ethan Page that people are gonna have like thirty years from now. That's gonna be their holy grail is to get this limited edition so there is Ethan one. Page figure. Okay. Oh. There oh. is one. So uh, they, the figure toy company actually signed a figure with me many, many years ago. And because of the process of how long it takes for these to be produced, it kind of came out as my career started taking off. But it's very, very old gear. But I vlogged a lot of my independent wrestling career in this gear. So we actually repackaged a hundred of those action figures with brand new carding and art that commemorates my weekly vlog that ended a couple months ago. And there's only a hundred in circulation and you're only able to get them in auction on, on the whatnot app. So they're exclusive to the app and to my streams. Uh, so yeah, there is a very, very, very hard to get and rare Ethan page action figure and only a hundred in the world. 
I will have to say, Ethan Page knows how to make money, guys. <laughs> no, but this this is this is exciting. Um, I have uh, a limited edition Danhausen figure from uh, the Major Wrestling Podcast. Burn Bendy. that shit. Yes. So no, but you no. Know, what I'm gonna do is this is circles us back. Uh, Mel, uh, to the fact that we're going to have Dan Housen in the ring with Ethan Page tonight on AEW Rampage, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. So see what I'm doing there? I'm, everything comes full circle. And we're going to be able yeah, to see those two it. in the ring tonight on Rampage. Hell yeah. Are you excited? Boy. Are you excited to be back? <laughs> yeah, I get to be in the ring. I, I've been working on my bod, my tan. I get to strip my clothes off and wrestle in my underwear tonight. If everyone gets to witness the greatness, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Rampage, <laughs> ten o'clock. Let's go. And uh, and and of course, a very special happy birthday to you, Ethan. Next week, you're going to be celebrating your birthday. So I hope you have a blessed one. And thank you so much for the time today. Seriously. No problem. It'll be a grand slam of a birthday. You see what I did there? Oh, Oh, all right. (laughs) We'll see you in Queens next week. And and I can actually come up to you in person and wish you a happy birthday. Ethan, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it, my friend. No problem. Thanks, guys. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.